This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Friday and welcome into another edition of the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. It is Mike North. It's Carmen DeFalco, and this is going to be an interesting hour and interesting hours and week days and weeks to come, Mike. Because we're a sports gambling show with very little to gamble on right now in this country, anyway. Yeah, last week, uh, you know, three and one. Uh, you know, I, I swept the board, went 2-0. and oh. Jimmy Miller gives us a win, and all of a sudden, you know, as I'm starting to really get hot, everything closes down. But here's what I'm going to tell everybody. We're going to have plenty of stuff to bet about, and I believe in six weeks, in six weeks, this thing will start to turn the other way. I hope it's and, even less. And, well, I'm going to give it a, a, a little bit more reasonable list yeah. than I usually do, because quite frankly, I think that, the, for instance, the golf guys, yeah. I think they should have played in front of an empty, empty stadium with yeah, empty a course. doctor there checking everybody out. You have Dustin Johnson. Believe me or not, folks, Dustin Johnson has been planning to play this for two weeks. You know, I don't think any of the golfers like this. I know the high school kids that I've dealt with in my time. I talked to three coaches yesterday. The parents and the kids from high school, like Notre Dame and other entities, are so mad I know. because they feel like, you know what, they're seeing the numbers, and, and there's two sides to every story. And, and, and I want to remember, I want to tell everybody this. I was 10 times more scared in 2009 from the H1N1. Really? I was terrified because there's been, by the end of today, I'll make it reasonable, 50 deaths in about uh, 1,400 cases. We're going to probably be over there like 2,000 cases by the end of the day. They by the end of the yeah, day. By the end of the night tonight. Uh, with the H1N1, 1,000 uh, uh, people died. There were uh, a ton of people in the hospital. Millions were affected, and everything went on. Uh, but there wasn't social media back then. That's in other true. words, I didn't jump onto Twitter uh, till 2010. Right. So this happened in 2009. And if yeah. people don't think social media, Carm, has had something to do with it. But to me, golf, you're an independent contractor. You take precautions. You know, I would have had the kids play in an empty gym with just the teams and streamed them in and they, high school. Yeah, and they thought about that. But then I, I guess... I... Well, under, under, move. Yeah, exactly. And under more mounting pressure from public health officials that were saying we've, we should do what we can to stop the spread of this before it gets to something drastic that none of us want. Nobody in this country wants to be told by any form of government that we can't leave our homes. It's unacceptable. We don't want martial law. That's not what we want. We don't want it to get to that point. We don't want it to be like Italy where you've got a country of 60 million people on total lockdown. Uh, I never and, heard anybody say they want they're, they're sick here in the United States. I'm going to Italy to get treated. Do you know that surprisingly, we got to take though, care of ourselves here. You know, surprisingly, Italy. And I don't know. Listen, I could could all of these things um, mm-hmm. be skewed one way or another? All these rankings, whatever you see, Italy's healthcare system routinely ranks as one of the world's best. I, I did not know For that. A cough, baby. Or for maybe giving out injections, but I'm going to tell you this: they called that too late. That's why, the- and maybe that's why they're so people are so worried here now. And 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 I don't think we should overreact or people should panic. But well, that already happened. 
And you know it as well as I do, because you know what? I will say this. I've heard everybody from Steve Kerr to Jay Billis and everybody else. And I know if they all played and they were in high school right now. See, now all of a sudden the people that wanted the NCAA canceled are now saying, well, maybe that seniors can come back next year. What about the high school yeah, kids? Yeah. And how are you going to deal with scholarships and college? You got five scholarships to give away as for freshmen, and you got guys on scholarship already on the team? Yeah, that can't happen. You can't do no, it. you're right. I mean, I heard Jermaine Dye talking about it today. No. Are you crazy? I mean, you know what? There's got to be consequences for everything, but you can't have it both ways, and that's just the way I feel about it. Maybe we'll look back at this in just a couple of weeks, weeks and say, you're probably right, but maybe we will say it was an overreaction. I think what all these leagues have tried to do, though, is try to err on the side of caution because we've been encouraged to do whatever we can as a society to stop the spread of this as best we can. Well, there were more people killed uh, and wounded last week in Chicago than have died well, but from that's that. that's neither here nor there. That, oh, well, because tell the not, parents that. Well, but we're not, I mean, we're, this is something that is so highly communicable where people in large groups, large gatherings it. are spreading it very, very I rapidly. Get I get it, but you know what? I had a politician tell me 30 years ago, he goes, let me tell you something. You're a schmo because I was a precinct worker, you know? Yeah. You better put your nose to the grindstone. I saw him 25 years later when I became successful. He goes, welcome to the 10% because he said 90% of the people will be shut down by the government for anything and they'll do what they're told. And even if the government's wrong and we're seeing it right now. Well, and uh, as far as postponing the NCAA tournament, which I think we all were sort of hopeful for, Jeff Borzella from ESPN.com summed it up uh, in a good way, I think, is why they couldn't do that. But the NCAA apparently was thinking about it. They were exploring a few options. But here's the problem, Mike. A growing number of universities around Mm -hmm. the country are closing for the foreseeable future due to the pandemic. So the lack of a defined timetable timetable to return to campus would put the NCAA in a bind. It's hard to send an entire campus home for a month, bring students back, have the teams practice for a week or two, then hope to start up a tournament. And that's not even accounting for the availability of these arenas to be able to secure travel, identify television programming windows for men's and women's basketball in particular. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea in theory, but just not great in practice. I think they realized there was no way they could have postponed this thing. And the parents are up in arms because 3 million to 4 million college kids have been sent home that they paid their butts off for room and board. They want their money back. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, what, do you get a do you get uh, well, well, a, like a, a prorated you're, you're, portion of you were your final? Out of your dorm. Yeah, do you get a pro? Like, let's say there's six weeks left in most college years, give or take. Right, we're talking about probably six, seven weeks left. Mm-hmm. Do you get like a prorated portion of your your board back? I mean, you sh- you should, shouldn't you? Your room and board. You, of course. What I mean, I you, if you paid for the full year, no you doubt. Get, and you know how much trouble they'll have getting it. Watch and and, and another thing. If if five million kids are doing their their stuff online, online, yeah. What do you need college for? The what communal the experience of college. That's it. You know what? What do you need college for? If if you can go home and do this online, and they're saying it's cool, why do you need Professor Irwin Corey up in front of everybody telling you know what you what you should know? Because it, it, it's about money. It's about the and and by the way, the only reason the high schools and the college canceled is because of Rudy Gobert. Rudy why, Gobert. Why do you think that? Because Rudy Gobert. Well, because he was making light of it when he was he made, coughing in well, the mic. Well, first of all, they're saying 80% of the virus is like moderate. He didn't even think he had oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. I would ask everybody this. Who did you think had it? Rudy Gobert? Or Fred Hoiberg. Or Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, Fred Hoiberg. Because if you tell me you thought 
Rudy Gobert hit. He didn't think he had it. No. And, and by the way, 70,000 people worldwide are already better from it. Yes, right. That, but that, And that's sort of the ironic part of that's this whole thing. That's why I'm giving it six weeks. It's also why these uh, infectious disease specialists are saying we should take it seriously. And it's not just the flu because the. it's funny. Not funny, but it is. It's ironic, I guess. We don't know we have it, but we do and we're passing it. With the flu, you know when you're sick. You stay inside. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, over more than a century of dealing with the flu, our bodies build up antibodies to the flu. It's, it's a I very, can't get it. I stopped very, drinking 13 years ago, there you go. But, but the alcohol in my system from, from before it's still, that has fought it off. Well, it's very rare that anybody ever gets it in back-to-back seasons because we build up an immunity to it. There's no immunity to this, and that's why it's spreading yeah. at such a rapid rate. I have rate. a great doctor I've had for 35 years, and he told me, he says, don't bring this on to here because I don't want to take heat. He says, but him and a lot of other doctors, Say it's overblown. They've looked at tw- he's looked at twenty two patients in three days that thought they had it. They all have the regular flu and they feel miserable. So he's just like testing it for regular flu and that's what they that's have. That's what yeah. they have. Yeah. I mean, so my deal is that you know what the golf to me was the one that I think Monahan screwed up because you could have had nobody out there. There's two people to every team, the caddy and the golfer. You have somebody there and ask the golfers if they want to play or not because they're independent contractors. I yeah. understand the teams. Yeah. Believe me. And once Rudy Gobert went down, and he hasn't gone down, he feels great. Yeah, yeah. He was ready to play that night. Hoiberg wasn't. And that's what the flu, why the flu has killed 22,000 people oh. since October. The flu's terrible. Yeah, there's no doubt. 22,000 to 40 right now. I'm just saying. But again, there's the, they the talk sh- about the rate. Yeah, the difference is the spread. That's you, the difference. You know what I do? I'm a sports guy. I hey, keep we talk scoring. about spreads. I keep yeah, scoring at the score. end. You know what? 22,000 people dead from the flu to 40. I'll well, see the end result because I, it will never reach 22,000 in this country. No, but the percentage could be higher. Now, I don't think the percentage is going to be you ra- three you gonna, and a half. If you're dying from the flu and, and you're on your deathbed, I, 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 are you going to... Sorry about this. We knew you were going to get it. What was the percentage? What was well, no, the percentage? But the, but the percentage is important, and I do think the percentage is going to come way down because we just don't. Of the, de- the denominator is wrong. It's already down in Let's China, which yeah. I don't even want to mention right now. Well, and, and South Korea and other and other countries. We don't have an accurate count of how many, and That's we might true. never have an accurate count of how many people were truly infected. So the denominator will change, and that percentage will come way do you down. Think an NBA player is going to die from it? No, no, no. I don't. It's, I, a, it's I, not I don't. a young man's disease. No, I, don't, I know, and neither you know is the flu. Worry? Really. That's why you stayed away from oh, me earlier. Oh, people <laughs> you stayed i'm 67 yeah i'm driving downtown i just want to tell everybody this i want this thing to be over with quickly but i drove from huntley down here in 40 minutes well, that's amazing that's in good 40 minutes let's say it's an hour ride and a half at least sometimes let's with the traffic. let's say as the denominator changes let's cut it in half and let's say that it's the the mortality rate for coronavirus is mm-hmm. it's r- roughly one and a half percent yeah the mortality rate for the flu is about point zero 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 five percent. So, if, just so everybody let's knows, let's say ten guys got a disease, ten people, and seven of them died. Okay, that'd be a high mortality. Seventy percent. That'd be bad. Okay, and let's say five hundred thousand get the other thing. Okay, but, but five hundred still... die. Are we going to argue rates? Five hundred well, people died. To, to the you know to the to the lower I know, number. But the percentage is still important, though. In a sense, I see what you're saying. Like you're look, you're just looking at the total number. Are you going to worry about percentage if you're on your deathbed? Well, listen, we gamble. I worry about percentages all the time. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm always looking and at the sometimes, percentage. Sometimes the lower team that has guys with better stats win. 
Don't they? But that's true. Don't they? Believe it or not. Yeah, the percentages don't always work out in your you know, favor. I've never seen That's Randy. True. I've never seen Randy go. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you know, maybe, you know. I'm looking at Merkin. You know, you know, I gotta be honest with you, maybe. Merkin, Merkin's you know, over there. Just I we, just walked by at Starbucks. It's packed. Merkin wants to get out of here so he can go wash his hands. I just want to know <laughs> if you're a blue collar worker that had to go. To, and I was always Murphy. Always used to use this. Mike Murphy. He was the voice of of the fans. Well, so was I. I just didn't steal it from Murph because that's not me. I just want to ask, tell all the blue-collar workers who get no representation on television, they're all guys in suits that make a lot of money, that basically were elite athletes, some of them, and others went to Syracuse, Northwestern, and everything else. As far as blue-collar people go, all you people that went to work today, look at the golfers and, 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 and look at the weakness here, period. All right, listen, we still have games, uh, believe it or not, that well, we can gonna, talk we about. we got big games. Somebody uh, asked us, are we going to just do horse racing, right? We have to go to Brazil for these games. But, uh, hey, we've got some games and we, got we can some talk wrestling. about. We've got some uh, some UFC. Yeah. Jimmy Miller will join Jimmy! us. He's, uh, Jimmy's given out a winner in three straight weeks, by the way. His horses last week, we had a winner in two second-place finishes. Yeah. So Jimmy's doing well. we got prep races. We will talk to our guy from Hawthorne a little bit later on. Um, we're going to continue to just talk about the state of sports in this country right now. And Mike also had a great idea for us tonight. We're going to give you our top five gambling movies yeah, of baby. all time. I, that list was hard to craft, let me tell you, because there are so many. There's so many great gambling movies. I got five of them. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a, a gambling movie. For instance, Bronx Tale isn't a gambling movie, but one of the more famous characters is Mush. That's right, and they look, they're, they're at the track. They're, they're playing the dice. Track, so I mean, that's a gambling. Right, so yeah. I want everybody out there. Write down your well, your top three. If you if you don't have five, write down your top three. Yes. Comparing to me and Carmen, our buddy Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap will that's join it. us next. What is this doing to the futures market? We're going to find out when we come back. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple on this Friday night. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We are presented by the great folks at PropSwap. Uh, and remember, if you miss anything ever, you can check out the podcast. Just open up the new ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you download that app on your smartphone. When you open it up, you will see our banner for the Odds Couple and all the podcasts will be there. This time in the show every week, we talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy, who's a Chicago guy. He's one of the original founding members of PropSwap. Our presenting sponsor, Luke. and we welcome Luke in Luke. now on the Corona Hotline. I mean, this whole thing is crazy, right, Luke? I mean, what is this doing to you know your business? Uh, where PropSwap is such a great tool. We were just talking about it last week for people to buy and sell futures tickets. I mean, we are in like this holding pattern as sports fans and as gamblers now for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah, it's uncharted territory. Uh, the March Madness tournament hasn't been uh, postponed or canceled since 1929. I mean, this is this is wild. Um, so yeah, for our company, our biggest month is March. So you know, we 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 need a, a big month of March to kind of drive the year's revenue. So it's going to sting. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be up and running for you know five years now that we have some some money set aside. But we're certainly still a small business, so we're 
we'll certainly feel it. Um, there's no doubt. But, you know, there's there's obviously much more people that are in way more dire straits than, than a sports betting startup. So life could be much worse. No doubt about that, Luke. But you run a business and you know uh, you have your opinions. Uh, I've said that I think there's been some overreaction uh, with this. Uh, not It's nothing to joke about, but you have different stats for different diseases like the flu and everything else. Uh when you first heard the news, was it what the heck's going on? Or were you puzzled? Or were you angry? Or and then le- later, once you got more information, more information, what did you think? Yeah, the only difference I would have made is I didn't understand why March Madness couldn't be postponed, just like the other seasons: NBA, NHL, Masters. Those have all seemed to be postponed, and that makes sense. Just let's pause on this. Let's wait thirty days and not have large gatherings. I didn't understand why March Madness also couldn't be postponed into May, for example. I thought that could have been a fair resolution. Luke, you know, just last week when you joined us, you talked about somebody on the site selling, I think it was one of those San Diego State tickets, right? The the 400 to 1. Guy got uh, 16 times his money back. Uh, he got 1600 bucks for it or something like that. Um, what happens now uh, without this tournament being completed without a winner being crowned like how does a company like yours uh kind of you know you deal with the fallout uh from something like that yeah yeah so we're a little bit different than sportsbooks we're a peer-to-peer website so with sportsbooks you just bring the ticket back to the, the casino and the casino pays you whatever you paid for the ticket but the situation you just laid out where the guy paid 1400 bucks for the san diego state ticket all these, all the the ticket is going to pay is a hundred bucks, the original bet amount. So, first step is we've reached out to all the sellers, and it's been incredible how many sellers have agreed to pay back their profits wow. that they've made on wow. these tickets. That's good. It's been it's been wild um, how many people have agreed to this. Um, so that's step one is that to reach out to the seller and say, hey, would you uh, participate in this plan that we've announced to get the money back to the buyer? of that ticket. Um, and then the second step is any March Madness commission that we've made throughout the entire college basketball season, we'll be giving all that money back to the buyers as well. Okay. So we'll basically make zero dollars of revenue for the month of March. Well, I think that's a class thing, and that it doesn't is. surprise me that gamblers would do that because they don't want to win what we call dirty money anyway. I want to ask you, you know this is going to happen anyway down the line. You know sports will be back. I guess the way you got to look at this is you'll start making your money again, but you got to view this. You're from Chicago as a three-, four-week snowstorm where nobody can get anywhere, right? That's right. This, this is a giant snowstorm. Let's just pause, get everyone healthy again. Uh, I think we're taking the right measures. Um, you know, it makes sense. And then we'll resume, you know, regular business in April. But you're right. It's, it's a giant snowstorm. That's what this is. And people can still go to PropSwap.com. They can still check things out. I mean, the, the NHL, the NBA, they have not said their seasons are no. definitively canceled. They'll be we, back. They could be back. So uh, in that sense, it's still for you guys. I know March is a kick in the you-know-what, and, and you've explained that, Luke, and it sucks for you guys. But you got to deal with it now. But there is still some business as usual that can happen at PropSwap, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Masters is our biggest four-day stretch, maybe second place to the four-day stretch of the first weekend of March Madness. Masters will be big. I fully think that the Masters will still be on. It just won't be at the normal uh, weekend of April that it is. Right. All right, Luke. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Thanks buddy. 
Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Carmen. That's Luke Pergandy from PropSwap, our presenting sponsor. Uh, it's good to hear that uh, the response from the sellers has been overwhelmingly, yes, we're going to help out. We realize what's happened here. I mean, that one guy who had 1400 bucks in his pocket, and then this happens because he sold that San Diego State ticket. They reach out to him and say, hey, will you work with us? And he says, yes. Yeah, I mean, that, maybe that's, there's that's a percentage great. they're giving, but if you called me and I had just gotten like two grand from you for something that might be worth about 40 grand to them, and they said, look, the games aren't being played, you got to be honorable. And I think some of the most honorable people I bet, and some other people weren't, but most of them, very honorable in the gambling profession. If you have any of these futures tickets from, you know, you've been in Vegas right. in the last year and you made a wager on your Call favorite them. college basketball team. Uh, you know, there's always a couple options if you've done this in the past. If Thousands you know, in Chicago have tickets. Oh, God, right? And, and some people think they got to eat them. No, no, you'll get your money. I mean, you'll the, the, go the, to prop swap. Listen, you, if you have, if you were at Aria uh, six months ago and you bet Kansas, I mean, you know, you're getting your money back. Vegas is going to give you your money back on your bet. Send it in, certified mail. If you're going sometime in the near future, they'll take it. And, you know, I think technically they say three months. I've taken tickets back that were six months, you got eight months. A year. Yeah, usually. Or just call. If you're wondering, call the sportsbook. They'll right. talk to you. They'll but walk you through it. If you send it in the mail, you might lose it and stuff well, like that. If you're going within a year. Certified mail for sure. Yeah. So, yeah but if you're going within a year. Just take it. Yes. You just take it to call, them. Call the sportsbook. I have two. They'll tell you yes or no. They'll say just bring it when you come back. And you will be getting your money back because yep. uh, there's obviously no champion that's going to be crowned for 2020. Now, these other leagues, I think, are going to finish, Mike. I think the look, Adam Silver said yesterday, we're going to take 30 days. We're pausing for 30. We're going to reassess. And yep. hopefully by then, this How thing are you is under you're control. LeBron and you're, and you're, you're starting to uh, come to the end of your career. You have a dream season. Great you're question. played every game that you could. How are you feeling if you're him? And that's, and a, great, that's a great question. And your team is great. Uh, especially since he said we play for the fans, and then he went in and had a meeting with the commissioner, and the next thing you know, he's got to play the game. But there's no doubt a lot of players want to play today, but they're not going to say so. And I think there's golfers. Those are the guys that I know want to play as independent contractors and the players, but they just, you know, you got to abide by the rules because, you know what, listen what they say. But I'm telling everybody, if I had to make one bet in six weeks – We'll see other pro teams in action. I think you're right. Yeah. By, by hopefully by at the latest May first, right? We're back up and running. I've seen owners that have crumbled after a month in strikes yeah. and, and and players. You think that there's not going to be complaining if they can't pull this off? And they're hoping for the vaccine. So let's see what happens. It was good to hear Mark Cuban say he's going to take care of these hourly employees. Yeah, How where's about- the other twenty nine? Well, hopefully they all, fo- I mean, none of them are, very few of them are as vocal as Mark Cuban. And, you know, Tom Rinaldi was right there with a the microphone in his face. They're that billionaires. Night. They are. They should no doubt. How They're about- hourly and they have no sick uh, leave and a right. lot of other things here. You so- see Kevin Love, too, what he did. Kevin Love's donating $100,000. Yeah, and don't question include- a guy that gave a hundred grand that makes millions because he had the heart to give him that. Where's everybody else to yeah, step up? I don't think, I'm with you. I don't think that's anything. Oh, people you. are giving him crap oh, because they should that- give more. Are you kidding me? Come on. That, huh? That's, yeah. Leave, like, no don't tell de- people how, what to do with their money. No good deed goes unpunished, right, Mike? They're exactly right. Don't tell people what to do with their money. That's a nice gesture by Kevin Love. I'm Absolutely. sorry. Absolutely. And the owner will do his part, at least he should, Dan Gilbert, to take care of those employees at that stadium. And I'm sure the Bulls and hopefully Jerry Reinsdorf will do the same thing. Absolutely. Rocky Wirtz and everybody at the United Center, they, the, you're going to have to come up with a plan to help these people. This is where Unless we rally around one another. Back, I know that they're going to miss a couple weeks, but I think that they're thinking there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. 
just by seeing maybe things getting better. That's I agree. All. With, I agree with you. I think they all feel good that these leagues can resume. Listen, I lived through the H1N1. I lived through AIDS when they told everybody, and it doesn't matter if you were straight, if you were bisexual or gay. When they told you on the news, if you had sex with a woman, okay, then you had sex with her partners. For three weeks, I didn't see anybody on the street, okay? I'm just telling you right now. Nobody everybody was up was, and down Rush Street? Every, are you kidding me? You could roll a bowling ball down there. Everybody was terrified, for God's sake. Oh, my goodness. All right, when we come back, Mike had a great idea. Uh, our top five gambling movies of all time. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Since we don't have games to handicap, really. We, yeah, we yeah, got to have do. some fun. We uh, got games to handicap, and listen, I did my reading. I Believe know. me, I know more about Brazilian soccer uh, than Brazilians Brazilian do. Th- this is Brazilian. I got Brazilian basketball wagers for you here. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're going to give those out, too. Oh, yeah, there's a big Brasilia versus Pinaheiros. Uh, well, Pinaheiros had some trouble because they got a couple injuries, and one of their guys is a heavy drinker. <laughs> and they're laying nine tonight. They're laying nine. Of course they are. That's a sucker bet. I'm looking at it right now. That's right. Our best, our favorite, our top five favorite gambling movies of all time coming up next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North. And midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple, wrapping the week. Hope everyone's uh, doing as best as they possibly can with all the craziness going on right now. Mike and I here uh, with you still. Talking sports and sports gambling in a sense. I mean, we're not going to have games to handicap for quite some time. But we looks are socially like. distanced from each other right now. We got like 10 feet between us. We're, you know, we used to say back in the old days, get away from me. I thought social distancing was like being off of Twitter for a month My or something. God. I mean, right? Yeah, really. If you had to get off Twitter for a month, that'd be worse than social distancing. Probably would be. Come on. Get away from me. Yeah. Mike had a good idea. Let's talk about our favorite gambling movies of all time. Our top five Favorite gambling movies. Now, this might not be a list of what we think are necessarily the best, just our favorites, the ones we like watching the most. So how do you want to do this? Start with five and work our yeah, way up? Yeah, work our way. You go first, my All right. Do you want me to give you all five, starting with five? Give five. All yeah, right. go ahead. All right. Here we go. Number five for me is the rebooted version, and I have seen both, believe it or not, and I'll still take the rebooted version any day of the week, as much as I love Frank uh, Francis Albert and the rest of the Rat Pack. Ocean's Eleven. The reboot of Ocean's Eleven is number five on my list. Number four, Casino, with oh. Pesci and De Niro and Rickles and everybody. Absolutely. Number three on my list... Uh, Minnesota Fats, Fast Eddie, The Hustler is number three on my Great list. movie. Number two on my list is uh, what I think the greatest uh, card you know movie ever. Some might say California Split or The uh, Cincinnati Kid, but I'm going to go with Rounders. And number one on my list, one of the all-time great classics, I'm going to go with The Sting. That is my five favorite, my list of five favorite gambling movies of all time. Well, first of all, I'll just say this about The Sting. It's my number one, too. Yes. Because I took B on our first date to see it at the Devon Theater. And then we went out to eat, and then the rest is history. She made, she made the biggest, you know, she said, I, I think I'm interested in this guy. That was her biggest gamble of her life. <laughs> but I saw The Sting. It's my favorite movie, so I had to yes. go there with you Love first. It. Robert Redford, Paul Newman, 
uh, one of the great tandems of all time. Great. Number two, I'll go up since we. All I right, started go with ahead. One, start the over. Hustler. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It was real. It was raw. George C. Scott. Uh, you know, uh, Paul Newman. Uh, you know, another Paul Newman movie. How about that? How about it? He's great. Uh, Jackie Gleason. I oh mean, my God, Jackie Gleason, the great one of who Wayne Gretzky stole the name from. I'm just going to say this right now. How dare you? How dare you? The cool one. Anything you want to do, but not the great one because there's only one great one. That's right. Okay. Number three, the Cincinnati Kid, there Edward G. Robinson. I wanted to do the remake years ago. Maybe I still will. With Gene Hackman as Edward G. Robinson's role and Brad Pitt as the uh, as the uh, Steve. McQueen and the two women, Anne Margaret and Tuesday Weld. I was going to have his exes play Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. Boy. Somebody just took this idea, is going to run with it. I'm not going to get anything. It's going to do land office business. You got a f- uh, the whole thing figured out there. That'd be a pretty good reboot. I like well, that. Well, you know, like people said the other day, what are you guys going to do because you only like sports? I'll debate anybody in politics, entertainment, sports. They got us pigeonholed, Carmen. You know what I mean? You know what somebody said? Take your wife out. I go, I take my wife out twice a week. What do you think? We just have the have sports on the loop? You know? I went walking with her the other day. Good. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. The Color of Money. Oh, it's a great one. Three out of four of my movies have Paul Newman. By the way, Paul Newman, they were interested in him for the Cincinnati Kid also. And then Casino, number yeah, five. Yeah, Casino's so good. Uh, I, a few that didn't make the list for me. This was a hard list to put together, honestly. I love Eight Men Out about the Black of Sox course. scandal. It's great. Uh, have you ever seen The Cooler with Alec Baldwin and William H. That's when they Macy? actually punished people for cheating. That's right. Yes. They punished them big time. Yeah. I love The Cooler. Where William H. Macy is the guy in the casino that they bring in when someone's on the heat. He was my teacher at the St. Nicholas Theater Company back in the day. David Mamet ran it. Loved David and I, Mamet. And, 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 he, and Macy was one of the great guys. Little guy, very skinny. Great actor, very skinny. He? He's one of the best. And I love David Mamet, by the way. Yeah, the cool. Uh, Eddie, uh, you, you mentioned Eddie Mush and all the dice scenes From in the a Bronx, Bronx tale. tale. My good friend Chaz Palmateri, who's been in my home, one of the great guys. He came over with Tony Darrow. The guy that's sitting with Goodfellas, where he's going, this is ridiculous. He signs the restaurant over? Yeah. I had him. You in, know that guy, huh? They came in for, they, they came to our, me and BB cooked dinner for him. That's great. Yeah. Did you see Molly's Game yet or happen to read I the book? I will watch it. Really? I just don't have any interest in it. Maybe someday down the line. Like, Rounders was a great movie. Great, yeah. Great movie. And and the, and the actual footage of Johnny Chan. Won, yes. My, and, and my favorite gambler of all time is Stu Unger. Okay. Who won, not, Stu Unger won the World Series of Poker three times. And uh, he also won the Gin Rummy Championships. The greatest reader of cards, in my opinion, died uh, penniless. Michael Imperioli. That's a good movie, too. The Stu Unger story. I've never seen that. Michael Imperioli plays him. You can look it up if you want. Oh, yeah. All right. And Stu Unger died penniless? Is, Stu Unger it, is that right? He had issues. No kidding. Yeah, he ended up, well, he liked the girls. He liked the light night st- uh, nightlife. He was in Vegas. I bet I'd like that movie. You'd I should love check that, that movie. out. Michael Imperioli does a tremendous job as Stu Unger. And I'll tell you one other that I really liked, and but this is a new one. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It came out over Christmas, Mike. Uh, Adam Sandler's movie, Uncut Gems. Have you seen it yet? Well, I heard from everybody it was so great. He's upset that it got ignored at the Oscars. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it. You'll like it. I enjoyed it. I did. Kevin Garnett is great in it. That's what I hear. He plays himself, basically, which is the best thing to do. You're going to like it. I mean, it is like two hours of frantic, nonstop, you know, like... 
a, a guy that just can't dig his way out. But it, I, Gee, I mean, that doesn't sound familiar to many people. I'm telling you, I mean, it, it, it's real, it's raw. I mean, you're gonna enjoy. I really enjoyed Uncut Gems. I I'm did. a member of SAG, okay, because yeah. I was in a movie called Eden Court, okay, and I played Otto the liquor salesman. It's about a minor league ball player that ends up. Uh, being a maintenance guy at the ballpark because he blew his knee out. You can get it on uh, CD or you can watch it. You can check me out in the movie. And uh, Bridget Wilson, who was the woman that danced with Al Pacino and Son of the Woman, was one of the stars. No kidding. Oh, yeah, from Northwestern University. She knew who I was. The but woman I who a... danced the tango, that yes. scene? Yes. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Eden Court. E-D-E-N-C-O-U-R-T. All right. And by the way. Big time, Mikey. It was scary. To act in front of a whole crew of people. Really? I, I respect those guys so much and those girls so much. It's unbelievable. And by the way, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, I read yeah. this the other day because I was curious. We're hearing about them. You know how many actors and actresses in SAG aren't sick? 160,000. So we hear about the two. I'm just telling you. Are we sure they're the only two? Well, so far. Yeah, that's the other thing. They got to get more testing. It looks like they're finally going to, which is good. If I, 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 I really respect everybody that's waiting for the testing. But if you don't feel well, maybe make a call to the emergency room. Do what you got to do. Maybe Stay home. or have have a doctor that you can go see. Because man, if you're waiting for the government, I any know. government, I it's any crazy. Government. I know. What do you think happens with the Olympics? We still got a lot of time, I guess. It's in Tokyo. They're going to do it. I heard. Uh, yeah, they'll be. The, you think by the, by then, I would have to imagine that this is under well, control. Well, I can only say this: the President of the United States tweeted out that uh, the uh, Japan uh, uh, Prime Minister was doing a great job, and they were looking forward to the Olympics, and that I, happened today. I, I got to imagine that if by then. If it's not back by then, we're in I, trouble. then we're in trouble, right? But yeah, they, this they, will be financial radio or something. Yeah. They say, and I mean, really, they say uh, the the weather can help slow the spread, too, once it warms up, right? Once the humidity, they say humidity, I guess, can kill off these viruses. And that's why the flu season dies down every of course. year. So by then, you'd think by late July, early August, we should be good. I was being conservative about the six weeks. I'm glad to see that you think it may be less. I because. Hope. Well, that's what we're hoping for, and I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, the Masters will be played. Anybody that thinks the Masters isn't going to be played, and I agree with uh, our, our last guest because it, it, it's a shocker that they didn't wait and postpone March Madness just a little bit. I know, and I thought that too, but again, when I was reading uh, what I thought, Jeff Borzello at ESPN.com did a good job of summing up how hard that would have been, and it sounds like the NCAA was contemplating that, but they realized it would just be Almost impossible logistically. The arenas, mm, I get that. Uh, you know, like it's just, it would have yeah. thrown everything. Good point. These these kids are leaving these campuses. How are you going to? I mean, it just. I, I think they wanted to do it. Of course, they did. This is a billion dollars for them. Well, this Gov- is eighty five percent of the NCAA's budget. Governor Pritzker calls everything off till May, and I'm trying to figure out the rationale to that. But maybe he's not a big sports fan. I, I guarantee you this. I don't. He cut off all sports. I think he cut off sports as soon as he was born for himself. <laughs> He'd get winded playing horseshoes. I mean, let's be honest about it. it He'd does, get winded playing puck bowling. The the economic impact is is vast. I mean, sports plays a large role in driving local economies. Think about it, Mike. You know I mean, what? what it does for employees at stadiums, parking, what it does for bars. Think about, you know, I mean, it does drive sports a lot. Bars. That's what I'm saying. It does drive a lot of the local economies. I got to be honest with everybody. I've been following sports, and I, I put out a video yesterday. I've been playing, following, or talking sports, whether it was on the street corner at the top of my or at the top of my game, since I was six years old. 
and B comes in yesterday, and she thought somebody died. You, you can't tell somebody who's been around 62 years. I'm almost tearing up now, and I know more than one did this. It's been my love, I my know. first love since I was a kid. It's given me everything I got. And to see all this happen and to say you're not affected by it, yeah. I, you know what? It's ridiculous. It's been a part of my life every day. And I know I'm not alone since I was uh, six years old. Well, and sports is such a big part of all of our lives because oh. it, pre- it does present a great escape for a lot of people. I get it. Not everybody's into it. But for the guys and, and, and even the women like us that truly love to sit down and watch the competition. They use it as an escape from maybe the the daily ground of their life. They listen to us for entertainment and for a little knowledge, maybe like it, it it does suck. I mean, I, I get it. There are bigger things happening. That's fine. But like selfishly, I totally agree with you. I know what you're saying. It's in in a way, it's like an empty feeling. Can what are we going to do two weeks from now with nothing to watch? For it those t- of us that love it, it's hard. Baby goes, you want to eat? I'll go. I'll be with you in an hour. I really, I was down yeah. because you know what? You don't tell somebody who's been following something passionately sure. for 62 years. I don't care if it anybody that loves anything, whether it's art or anything else. If you had art taken away from you, right. I mean, look at these Broadway performers that closed down all the Broadway shows. Yeah. You don't think they're hurting. Besides yeah. that, their biggest break in life, and all of a sudden, it's pulled the rug's pulled from no, under You're them. right. I mean, it is. It, it's, it's, it, and right now, it might not even be too bad because we're still so wrapped up in sort of gathering information, and you can watch the news. Like, two weeks from now, it's going to be rough for those of us that love sports, Mike. I had the horse racing channel on. I would fully expect everybody to start, and we'll be talking to Jimmy Miller about this, to start... Uh, uh, maybe betting on horse racing because that's what I've done. Hey, we're back to the 50s. I thought we were going to do NASCAR. It's been called off. Yes. NASCAR, golf, boxing. Are you kidding me? We're back to 1950. I know. All right. Our guy Jim Miller is actually coming up next. He will give us some ponies for the weekend, and then we'll have a little bit more fun before we get out of here. So don't go anywhere. The odds couple rolling along on a Friday night. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North. On ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple on this Friday night, presented by Prop Swap. It's Carmen DeFalco. It's Mike North. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Mikey is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco, and our next guest is at Hawthorne Jim. He is hot. He is our guy, our expert handicapper from Hawthorne Race Course. He is Jim Miller. Jimmy! Mikey, he's given out a winner, I think, in three straight. He had a first place and two second place finishers last week. We got big races this time of year. It's derby prep season, and... And they're open. They're open. And they're and it is <laughs> as best as they can do it. It is business as usual at the track, and you can get out to Hawthorne away draw weekend. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, guys? Yeah, really weird weekend for everybody, but I'll tell you, in the racing industry, it's fortunate that, that the product is conducted outdoors and the uh, show definitely goes on. And, uh, I mean, do you guys think it'll affect uh, attendance at all with the, you know, people like to come out and, like, watch all the games? I mean, the simulcast will be on, but are you guys prepared yep. for that because uh, there's going to be no sports here for a little while? So what? Yeah, well, how are you handling that? 
We, we are prepared. And the one thing that we're fortunate about here in the state of Illinois is we do have OTB locations throughout the state as well. So you may not get a huge influx on site. And that's one thing you definitely have to avoid based on the mandates of the governor. And we are going to avoid that and monitor that. But the biggest thing of all, and it's something that should just be normal common sense every day, but we always give a deep cleansing to our facility each and every night after we close and again before we open in the morning. And it is. It's really about cleanliness. It's about providing a safe location for the people to come out watch the races and for the athletes so it's something that we're definitely focused on and we're racing all weekend long and luckily there's some time between now and the kentucky derby Uh, is everybody involved pretty confident by then we'll have gotten this thing under control and that can go off without a hitch not necessarily, and that's the thing about it, because the Derby, I mean, they really thrive. That's their huge day at Churchill Downs. You have over 100,000 people on site there, and there has been some talk about the possibility of maybe rescheduling the race for later in the year. Wow. So I know as of right now, the Derby is set still for the first Saturday in May. They're going to monitor the situation, and guys, we're only in the second week of March, so a whole lot can happen between now and then, yeah. and they do have some time to wait and see, but the races are going on as if they're ready to go for that first Saturday in May for the derby and uh as of right now i would tend to think that's when it's going to occur but we'll just have to wait and see well jimmy i gotta tell you something you brought something up at the beginning and that's why i'm down on the pga i'm sorry you said it's outdoors and so is the pga and it's easy to uh keep confined uh to the golfers and to the caddies and maybe to the staff and the people that do it so uh, i i'm glad you brought that up that a sport being played outdoors is a lot different than a sport being played in an nba arena well, and that's the thing, and it's little things that come to common sense. I mean, we don't we don't have people bumping into each other who are sweaty, which is one way things can be passed. I mean, little things. You're you're not shaking hands. You're not giving fist bumps. Just you can follow the whole social distancing that term that's come out over the last week and do it rather easily within horse racing. And it is something we'll talk about our athletes for that as well. But it really it, it is very easy to control here with the with the sport of thoroughbred and harness racing and uh, something that we're going to keep an eye on. But I don't think we're going to have any issues at all. Are the jockeys? Uh being cognizant i guess that'd be the only thing yeah sometimes you think about do they kind of maybe take more precautions to keep some distance or how is that going yeah, and we're fortunate being in the harness season where it is a little bit easier to keep an eye on that because you have them in the cart and the race bike behind the horse. So distance-wise um, yeah. amongst one another, it's not as big of a concern with that. And and we're going to keep an eye on things moving forward. But fortunately, on the thoroughbred end of things, there's a little time before they begin, but really not an issue at all for harness racing. All right, so we've got races this weekend. So uh, yep. you've been hot lately. What are we playing this weekend, Jimmy? Well, and it's going to be interesting because you do have two Kentucky Derby preps this weekend. Both of them are going to be conducted at tracks that are not going to have fans there to watch. Only the necessary licensed staff will be there. So one of them's at Oakland Park. And think about this, guys. This is a million-dollar race. The $1 million Rebel will take place in front of no fans at Oakland Park on Saturday. It goes as race number 10. And this is a horse that you need to watch for the Derby. It's the one horse in the doll. It comes from the barn of trainer Bob Baffert. He's done this move before. He did it with American Pharaoh a few years back, and we saw what we got out of American Pharaoh. But he took the horse from the West Coast all the way out east and raced really well. You have three Steve Asmussen horses in here, but Nadal's 5-2 to two in the morning line, stretches out, has tactical speed, sired by blame, and this is a horse that will have no issue with the distance. So we're going with the number one horse, Nadal, in race number 10 at Oakland Park. Then move to Turfway Park. Again, a track that's going to have a derby prep without fans on site. Race number 11 Saturday. Look to the sixth horse, Halo again. Eight to one in the morning line. Bet this horse across the board here, guys. This is a horse that's made only a handful of starts. But you come in off a wind two races back in the Coronation Futurity at Woodbine, which was over an all-weather surface. 
Turfway Park's also an all-weather surface, and Halo, again, should have no issue with that. And this is a horse that should be able to settle close and be very good in what's called the Jeff Ruby Stakes. And then go to Hawthorne, because we're racing at Hawthorne, race number three Saturday night. The four-horse downwind shark, a good second at this level, last out, draws very well, good tactile speed. Kyle Wilfong's been driving well. He's back in the bike, so look to the four-horse downwind shark and race three at Hawthorne. All right, to recap, a couple of derby prep races and then a race for Saturday at Hawthorne. All these races are for Saturday. Oak Lawn, race 10, the one horse. Uh, Turfway, the 11th race, the six horse. Bet that one across the board, everybody. That means win, place, show. If you want to put $5 on it, it'll cost you $15 to make the wager. That's across the board. And then the third race at Hawthorne tomorrow, the four horse. Got it all right, Jimmy? That's right, boys. Let's right. make some money somewhere. Sounds good, my man. Jimmy! You've been hot, so let's keep it going. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jim. All right. You got a good luck, guys. There he is, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow Now, we got some games for us that we're going to break down because I did extensive uh, uh, study. Now, what do you got for I'm us? telling you, I'm looking at uh, Lieber Todd tonight as uh, you know, nearly a 3-1 to one underdog in Argentinian basketball against Estudiantes. Kind of like Lieber the dog t- here tonight, guys. Well, yeah, but you got to be careful because they got a couple injuries. And, oh, uh, is that why they're a 3 And their bus dog? broke down oh. uh, the other night in a, in a heavy rain, so there may be some problems. Buses, That's right. Well, in Argentina, <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's the next one? Let's see. How about Brazilian basketball, That's Mike? That's my favorite. I've got here uh, Bauru against Franca. Franca's laying 10 tonight. Yeah, it went down from uh, uh, 10.5 to 10, so they're loading up on on Bauru. The money's coming in on Bauru. But uh, I'm going to go with the favorite on this one. All right, Franca. Uh, Yeah, because uh, Bauru's got three guys that have drinking problems. Uh, That's never a good thing, right? Let's see. Now, we do have... A UFC this weekend. That's down now. We're and that's talking. in Brazil, actually. That's, I saw Dana is. White doing an interview well, yesterday. They take baths in rivers. Mm. I mean, I mean, seriously. You think they're worried about this? Uh, let's the Brazilian see. president, I heard, might have a low uh, problem. That's what I did hear. So actually. let's see if the whole place closes down. I don't know. Oh, we got Czech hockey. I uh, want to bet oh, on well, Czech yeah, hockey. I oh, saw... there's no lines on this, though. No. This and is... you know what? How are you going to collect if you win? Good luck. Yeah. Plizen is playing, uh, but this is not until Sunday. Pl- okay. Oh, this is a this is a good rivalry, I think. Uh, this is Plizen versus Milada Boleslav. I need Yurko here for these. I had that I had that the other night with a garnish on the side <laughs> with this parsley. Yeah, on the side. Let's see what else do I have for you? Uh, UFC, ESPN Plus. Lee versus Oliveira. Oliveira is a, is a guy. He's a little older. He's been around. Lee an up and comer. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, I mean, I had everything charted. This is what charted. we have, my I friend. Had everything, I, had the, I had everything charted. Every time, look at Vegas scores and odds. Yes. I put in uh, uh, the St. John's game yesterday. They were I, winning at halftime. They're winning at halftime. I put in hockey last night, two hockey games, all wiped out. All wiped out. All wiped out, and that's just the way it goes. So folks. what did they say? What did they say for today? I mean, you get you guys can't. There's nothing. There's nothing, right? Well, no, I'm taking. I'm taking a hit. You're taking Franca. I'm taking. Believe me, I'm taking Franca, but it's not on Vegas scores and odds. I think they think Franca was a, a woman that served drinks over in one of the pubs. Let's. You know? Let's. Oh, that's right. Let's hope we get out that this they they call it flattening the curve. Let's hope it starts to flatten. This is going to be okay. It will be okay. Let's listen to everybody. Let's respect what everybody's saying, and let's just do what we're and this what this thing. Hopefully, in six weeks, like every other thing we've been through in our lives. 
okay, will go away. And yes. I, I am confident of Let's that. Let's get back to sports, hopefully exactly. sooner rather than later. Mike, we'll see you next week. Thanks to Luke Pergani from PropSwap. Thank you to Jim Miller from Hawthorne. Jimmy! They're open. They're running. So you can go out and watch uh, the simulcast out there this weekend the at Hawthorne. you got the Racing Channel, too. 602 on DirecTV. There it is. Thank you so much, as always, to uh, Randy Merkin and yeah, our Randy entire production staff. Randy did a great job staff. today. Job well done, everybody. Tyler, how about Tyler? And Tyler's the man. We love him. Tyler, I gave him, I gave him something, a double saw buck for taking care of Look something for me. You. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He left. He See, quit. Mikey knows how to take care of these guys. Why not? Everybody have a great weekend. I know it's going to be a little different without sports, but, uh, you know, do something fun. Spend some time with the family. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.